Welcome to the D-Shift Podcast, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you transition from the challenges of divorce to discover the freedom and ability to live life on your own terms. Are you ready? Let's get this shift started. Hi, and welcome to the D-Shift Podcast. Today, we are going to be speaking with Heather Abbott. And Heather is a prosperity pro, which is something I am dying to learn more about because financial uh, management is not my strong suit. So Heather, welcome and thank you for being here. It is such a pleasure to be here with you, Marty. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you are more than welcome. And Heather and I have actually spoken a couple of times and she has a wealth of information to share with With people in general, Um, we're going to focus a little bit before, during, and after divorce. So we're going to hit on a bunch of different topics and how some of us may be kind of messing around our own selves when it comes to financial management. So Heather, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your area of expertise and um, maybe a little bit about how you got into this particular area, because I know you've got some extensive background experience in this. Okay. Well, I am a CPA. Uh, financial advisor. I'm not actively doing either. I'm taking that knowledge. And I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. First time was, <laughs> I think I was about four years old. I had a cherry stand <laughs> with lots of cherry trees. Um, cute little four-year-old. You do yourself. <laughs> but I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. And I also work on mindset and all things Uh, right-brained, woo. Um, So I I like to tell people I am a fairy and I bring magic to your money. So a lot of the things that I help people deal with are challenges that I've faced. So I've been a broke accountant. I was married to mm -mm, not a nice guy and gave my power away. Um, So I come at this from a very experienced point of view because I had to figure all this out. I knew the money side but I couldn't enact it because I wasn't standing up for me. Um, So I bring that in is what I'm doing. And um, there's the financial stuff just comes easily for me. It's never been, Oh, I want to learn numbers. Yay. I love accounting. It's it's just, it's easy. That's why I took it. (laughs) That's why I started it. So, but it's but, very valuable for a lot. But of what's not easy is that mindset piece, and I think that's. I think that. Would you say it's fair that most most people, men or women, it doesn't matter. Most people struggle with the the mindset around money. I would say yes. Granted, a lot of people would say, "Well, there's a lot of millionaires and a lot of wealthy people," but to me, it's not just about wealth. It's about your true prosperity. And that's prosperity is wealth plus joy plus freedom, right? So you have that trifecta that's all needed and you need clarity on top of that. So freedom, fun, finances, and focus are what I like to say. So yes, mindset works into all of those areas. And it's really critical for people to get control of that. And yes, a lot of wealthy people are miserable. A lot of poor people are miserable too and there's these blocks and yes it can take a lot of work it could take a lot of time and anyone who's promising to take you from zero to a million overnight uh, I don't believe it thank you for saying that (laughs) yeah I think you know especially if you're on social media you see those all the time 
You know, we can, we can a hundred times your business profit if you're an entrepreneur, or we can don't, you know, triple your, um, you know, invest with us and we can triple this or we can quadruple or whatever number they're throwing out there. So, so what are some of those, what are some of those focus areas or the, um, deficits for me, I'm going to say deficits that most people have about finances that, that kind of comes back and bites them in the, you know, what? Well, what I would say, because we're, we're focusing mainly on women who either are divorced or have, are maybe getting divorced. And this applies to women who are widowed as well. There's a very, it's been very stereotypical that women shouldn't be handling the money. The man should handle the money. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people buy into things they were told when they were young that, oh, no, you're not good with numbers. Math isn't your strong suit. Well, I beg to differ. Math is actually attainable for anybody. Not that you have to know it for your finances, but it helps. But it's not like you have to do, do algebra. Basically, I would need you to be able to use a calculator <laughs> like for addition, subtraction, multiplication. That's it. But it's this stereotype of women are not supposed to be in charge of it. And there's a lot of women who are like, oh, no, no, no. My husband handles that. I don't need to know it. I don't want to know it. I don't yeah. need that. Okay. But if something happens and he's gone, mm -hmm. don't you think you're going to need to know how to do this? And it can be the simplest things of just sitting in and saying, hey, so can you explain this to me, to him about like your insurances or your investments? Yeah. It's, it's the overwhelm of the, the ending of a relationship, no matter how it comes, there is overwhelm. I've been there, done that too. And I didn't like him. It's not like I missed him, but <laughs> there's overwhelm significant. And if you add on top of that, that you don't know what you're doing, your finances, you're just going to get stalled. You're not going to want to look and things can go really badly in that amount of time that you're not looking. And I, I just want to stress something that you that you said that I, I love this idea of just being aware of what your financial situation is in your family. If there's nothing wrong with letting letting your partner handle the finances, I mean, most relationships, one person kind of takes the lead on that financial stuff anyhow. But it always amazes me how many very savvy business women I deal with who run their own companies, who know down to the penny what their corporate finances look like, but don't know what investments they don't know where their investments are, don't know, don't even necessarily know all their credit cards. They're not really sure if their husband has other credit cards other than what they are, you know. And so I understand in a relationship when you get when you get in a relationship, you give some somebody trust and you say, okay, if you're running the finances, run it. But it becomes a problem when you don't know where those accounts are. You don't know if they exist. You don't know if there's a social secure, uh, I mean, a safety deposit box. You don't know if there's, you know, yeah. uh, a Bitcoin wallet sitting out there somewhere. It, there's all these things that you don't know that all of a sudden your divorce attorney starts saying, well, what about this? What? And then you get that sense of frustration. So you're right taking the time to at least sit down during even a healthy relationship, even, even if everything looks rock solid and just making sure you at least have an understanding of that. I use a metaphor to explain this. Like the main part, there's a book I am writing financial empowerment for women 
um, understand your finances and your financial advisor. And the metaphor that I used to compare this to is your vehicle. So let's just say you're, all you do is drive the car. Your spouse does everything, puts the gas in, maintains it. All you do is drive the car. If they die and you take the car for a few drives, you'll be okay until you run out of gas. Mm -hmm. And if you know enough that you need gas, you probably don't know how to put it in. Right? I'm not telling you, I'm not, at, at that level, you don't need to know how the gas station gets the gas, how it's, how it's changed into fuel. You don't need to know those details. Right. You also don't need to know how to change your own oil. But you do need to know to check it. Yeah. And you do need to know that it has to be changed. And this is a mechanic you can call. Right. So when you're asking, if you don't like finances, I'm not telling you to go out and discover all these things about how to fix your own car, right? I'm telling you, talk to the spouse and say, look, I'd, and you can use this metaphor to explain it to them. I don't want to know all the details. Don't overwhelm me with those. All I want to know is, what do I have to know if you're not around so that I don't, you know, fry the engine on the car? Sure. What sure. do I have to know? Just like the main things don't, I don't need the behind the scenes. I just, what do I need? Mm -hmm. So, so that, that's a great analogy. And I can't wait for your book, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely get a copy. So <laughs> sign me up for one. <laughs> um, let me ask you another question then, Heather. Let's say, let's say this hasn't happened. Um, and I think, I think, it, I don't know if it's a generational thing, um, but it's definitely the longer, the longer you're in a relationship, the more likely you are to have your own roles within that relationship and maybe yeah. not necessarily know what the other person does in their role. So let's say somebody's going into a divorce and has talked to an attorney, um, and they, let's say they own a home, they've got they're either the they're employed, they're they're assumed to be ex or their spouse is employed. Maybe they've got a side hustle. Maybe they've got a business. What's the essential financial stuff at that point that they need to be focusing in on? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but what would you say, or or where should they be focusing their energy on managing their finances before they get a decree where everything's kind of in limbo? I honestly do not know that one. Okay. Um, it's a big question, right? Um, and that's what right I said. I think I put you on the spot because it would be different for everybody, right? Well, see, this is, this is actually a good example because one thing I want you to know when you're looking for a financial advisor, an accountant, or anybody, if they say they know the answer to everything, I'd be a little worried. Um, it's okay for me to say, I don't have the right answer for that. I can find the right answer. And it would just maybe take me sitting down and thinking about it for five minutes. But since we're doing an interview, I don't want to take the time to think about it. But I also don't want to give you an answer that wouldn't be as valuable. I appreciate so that. That's yeah. the only reason. I mean, yes, I could pull up something and, and say something, sure. but it may not be accurate. Well, let me, let me ask oh. you the flip side of that. What's the biggest mistake that you would see people making with their finances? And maybe it's not right during that period, but let's Honestly, say it's moving forward. The one that I see the most for women coming through divorce is they're still in giving mode. Talk a little bit about that, Heather. That's interesting. Well, 
now this does not apply to everybody. There are some really nice guys out there and there's some really amicable divorces. But it is known, and lawyers have told me this too, that they see women settling for way less than they deserve. And then a few years out, the guy is down on the beach with his new girlfriend, like traveling here and there, and she can't make ends meet. Women are givers. Me too. Um, I mean, mine died. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't get that, just go watch my podcast and you can see the story and you'll know why. But um, the, I, I, I've spoken with women who are going through a divorce and I can see because I've been with a narcissist and I mean a sadistic narcissist, like, so I can recognize it and I can see her being like, oh, well, I'm going to pay off the mortgage. She's paying rent somewhere. He's living in the house and she's going to pay off the mortgage sure. and she's going to use some money that she inherited to do it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. She's like, well, I don't want him to take my pension or put a claim on the pension. And I'm like, the money that you're putting out could buy you another pension. Right. Stop it. But she doesn't see it. And I can see that there are a lot of men out there. And I apologize if this isn't you. This doesn't apply to everybody. But there are men who are takers. Sure. They were takers in the relationship. And they will take and they will be as nice as they need to be to keep you giving. And as soon as you've got nothing left or you say no, they're going to turn nasty. And don't keep giving to them. That's mm -hmm. Save for yourself, put yourself first, realize that you have to look out for you because nobody else is going to, right? It's your job. It's not his job. Just like it's never anybody else's job to make you happy. It's your job. They can make it easier. They can make it harder, but it still rests with you. Right. If it rested with anyone else, Think about how many people you would make happy if all you had to do was say, no, I'm making you happy. I'm making you happy. I'm making you happy. Right. They have choice. You can't. So that's my main thing for divorce. Please look out for yourself and listen to your lawyer. If the lawyers on your, some lawyers aren't good, but you know. And, and I think that's really important is that if you do, um, if you are in an, in a situation where you've got somebody that is, has been uh, and is emotionally abusive, narcissistic, um, physically abusive, financially abusive, that you really do not need to be doing this on your own. And I am a big proponent of having a team around you to go through the divorce if you need one. Not everybody needs one. Let's face it. Some people go, like you said, there can be very amicable divorces where the couple sits down. They don't even use a mediator. They just literally divide stuff up. They go to an attorney, get it drafted into a divorce decree, and that's it. It's done. And I think for the, those couples, yay for you. Way to go. Because you guys have done something really incredible and really right. But when there's been a problem in the relationship all along, to expect that that demanding abusive behavior is going to end anytime is false thinking. So I do support that having, and that's why I really appreciate you coming on here and talking about this is the importance of bringing a financial advisor in or a prosperity expert that can sit down and say to you, this, this may be what you think you have to do, but this is not in your best interest. And it's going to come back and 
um, cause you financial problems in the future. There is a problem with it, though. It's easy for us to say that, but I didn't identify as abused Mm -hmm. until at least four months after he was dead. Um, And we're talking about, am I allowed to say this? I left him and a week later, he shot himself in front of me. And like in that week, I still had to deal with him. I had to go to work. It was really, really stressful. But I was still thinking, oh, I'm going to have to help him make payments, but I had been severely mentally abused for 25 years and denied it the whole time. I looked back to see if he faked it when he shot himself. Okay. So, but I still denied being abused. So a lot of women listening to this are not going to identify as in that group. So let me put this another way. I would say, oh yeah, he tries to control me with his temper. I would say, yeah, he's an asshole. I would not usually say out loud to other people, but I thought I wish he was dead, right? Right. So if any of those apply to you, I would suggest you also try contacting a women's shelter, not because, you know, and see, I was an educated, strong woman, but I never did any of this because I didn't identify that way. And it's like, oh, no, I can't. No, because of the stigma, the shame. The reason I say contact a women's shelter is because they recognize the abuse faster than you. So if you just say, look, can I come in and just talk to you and explain what my relationship is like and hear your opinion of what you think of it. Mm -hmm. I'm getting divorced, but I want to know what your feedback is, because this is in a third party that is not invested and it would give you some insight. And that's what they're there for. And they also help with deprogramming, because trust me, if you've been in any relationship like that, you have been programmed. (laughs) Right. And, and Heather, I appreciate you, you sharing that story. And I know um, we've talked about that before and that that kind of situation is horrific for you to have experienced. And I really do appreciate you sharing that. But the fact that now you have committed to helping women and people in these same situations to um, get that financial prosperity and to explore opportunities for themselves to be, to have that financial security moving forward. I think it's just phenomenal. It's a, it's a, it's a story. It's an inspiring story that this is what you have chosen to do. So tell us a little bit more about your, um, about how you work with people. Can you just. Yeah. Um, it's, it's shifted actually. Um, I don't want to be a coach. (laughs) That's okay. I still am. I still have a few, but, um, it's not my focus. I, I'm not meant to be doing one-to-one. I am meant to be doing one-to-many. My focus is uh, speaking, public speaking, um, paid speaking um, for organizations, corporations, universities. I have three books that I'm working on. One is the one I mentioned already. Another one is more of a um, educational textbook sort of thing that is going to be how to manage your money. It's, it's getting clarity with the numbers. I have a whole system for this. You can get a freebie about it. The overview of the system on my website for free. Great. Um, 
But then the other book, which is my main talk, is what I mentioned earlier, The Keys to True Prosperity. Um, because there is one, there's the trifecta of freedom, fun, and finances, but there's the hidden key of focus because people need to get clear on where they're going. Mm -hmm. So that's mainly, I am also um, doing courses. So when I do a course, it tends to be more like a group coaching. It's a smaller, right. smaller group. And those are the three, I, I'm launching three different ones. Market. I'm doing market research for them just coming up. Um, planning to launch them in May, which right. this will be, this will be your podcast will come out after I've launched those, but I'm usually doing more. So if you're interested um, in any of those courses, you can always reach out to me and I'll let you know if one's coming up. Great. Well, um, Heather, if I had to ask you for one kind of summary statement or one top of the mind thing that you want people to remember when they when they walk out of here or they walk away or go on with their day from listening to this, what's the, what's the kind of the takeaway you want them to have? Well, one, get a will. It doesn't have to be a uh, like you can do um, a holograph. will may be legal where you are. I did a video on that. Having a will is really important because dying without one is really mean to the people you leave behind. So I like to throw that out. Um, the other thing is you don't have to like your finances to learn the basics about it. Think about it. All I'm talking about is knowing that like your car needs an oil change, knowing that just knowing, okay, can I have a list of where all the bank accounts are? If the person actually dies, keep in mind anything in their name, debts in their name, you are not actually responsible for paying. It's only the estate. If there's no money in the estate, they don't have to be paid. Right. Um, but get that overview it could be knowing who's the accountant what do you have to give to them each year or I don't really want to know it I just want to know where's the information from last year so I if I needed it I can go and pull it out sure so you don't want to learn it all you just want to learn what you need to know so that if you have to learn it, you'll know the different steps you have to take. So I don't want to know what all the investments are. I just want to know where they all are. Where they are. Yeah. Terrific. Terrific. And Heather, you had mentioned that you've got a website and you've got a few courses and things like that. Where, and I know we're going to have this in the notes underneath. So don't worry about trying to remember this, but Heather, I'd like you to give people an idea where they could find you um, and about your podcast and wherever else you may be present online, if they can look you up and find out more. Okay. Well, it's, it's actually, I've made it pretty easy. So if you search for me, make sure you put my middle initial C for Catherine. So Heather C. Abbott, if you just look up Heather Abbott, there's another one out there who okay. has a lot of presence online. So Heather C. Abbott, but my website is actually H C Abbott, A B B O T T dot C A. That's okay. for Canadian. So right. H C Abbott dot C A. Um, the podcast is prosperity and possibilities. And it, there is a link, I believe, on the website to like LinkedIn, social media. I think it's way down at the bottom, but it should take you to YouTube and stuff. And when you go there, you, you will find Become an Insider. If you sign up for my email list, you will get that um, freebie, which is the booklet on uh, three steps to financial clarity. And 
money clarity. You um, will get no benefit from it unless you print it out and do it. Yes. That's the key, isn't it? You can't just keep those things on your desktop. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You can get it done in half an hour. It, um, It doesn't take long, but please, if you'd go there and get it, print it out, take a look at it. It's pretty easy. Great. And it'll give you some insights. Heather, thank you so much. This has been really, really informative. Um, And I am just going to totally back up everything Heather has said. At the very least, know how to maintain your car, (laughs) which means, and and being the car, being the finances. So get to know those basics. And, um, you know, it's never too late to start this. You can start at any time you want. Yes. Thank you so much, Heather. It has been a real pleasure speaking with you. And I encourage everybody to um, connect with Heather, social media, um, watch your podcast, get in touch with her and definitely get that download and do it. So thanks, Heather. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks for listening and supporting the D-Shift podcast. If you would like to attend live trainings by our amazing guests and have a chance to ask questions and get answers from our experts, Join the D-Shift crew. For more details and to sign up, head on over to www.divorcecoachforwomen and click on the podcast page.